0: Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophets Speak. Today we are studying Hosea 9, that's the prophet Hosea, Parak Tess. Um, We continue with the stinging rebuke and criticism of the northern kingdom Israel by the prophet Hosea. Within these words of rebuke, of course, there is much to learn, but it is not very pleasant reading. But... Let us read it and try to learn as much as we can. This is Saul Weinreb, the host for your podcast. Um, so, this chapter begins with kind of a new twist on the um, on the turning of the northern kingdom to others for support, rather than turning to God. And until now we were speaking about the people when they were in distress, that instead of turning to God, worshiping God, praying to God, and um, living good, honest lives of chesed and emes, as Hosea was mentioning, of kindness and truth, instead of doing that in order to better their situation, they instead turned to um, other kingdoms, making alliances with Assyria, with Egypt, and others, and of course, thereby becoming subservient to them, adopting their idolatrous and dishonest and 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 um, corrupt ways. Now we are going to look at a different aspect of what happens when people turn to others rather than to God. And in a sense, this may even be a sadder uh, a, a way, because by living a life a godly life of chesed of kindness and ms and truth and das knowledge of god these these ideas these ideals which hoshea has been preaching and justice and so on one also lives a life where one enjoys the bounty and the products of their labor and their work the products of their society become wonderful and enjoyable and something worth of celebrating especially when it comes to times of the festivals and the celebrations. The celebrations of God become very joyous indeed. They become times of, of, of happiness before God. They become times of, of love. They become times of togetherness with family, Um family, to, togetherness with the people, the community, and togetherness with God, of course. Um, however, uh, when one is in a corrupt world, when one it becomes subservient to corruption and and dishonesty and so on, then the types of celebrations one has becomes becomes very selfish, becomes very indulgent in in, in physical pleasures and so on. So here Hosea is saying when you make these alliances and you become subservient to these other nations rather than turning towards God, what end your celebrations become become. Corrupted. This is verse 1. Do not be happy. Do not enjoy and rejoice, Israel, El with the rejoicing of this other na- like those other nations do. Don't get stuck in that kind of trap. Because what has happened, unfortunately, you have strayed from God. You have turned away. You have. <coughs> strayed away from him with the language of Zonisa, which Hosea has been using over and over again, the language of the straying of an unfaithful spouse. You have strayed away from God and turned to other places, and you're going to end up celebrating like those other nations celebrate. Ahavto to Esnan. You have enjoyed the gifts, the corrupt gifts, the bribes. Esnan also refers to the gifts one gives to a, to a, a prostitute in order to... Have uh, enjoy her favors. This is the, you, this is the kind of relationship you have. You turn away from God and you subserv- make yourself subservient to those other nations. And now, what are you enjoying? You're enjoying what they have to give you. Alcohol, garnosdagon. Gar- You're doing that instead of enjoying your granaries full of grain that you could have worked for through honest labor. Now. I am no, note that in these next few verses, I'm going to be translating these quite differently than most of the commentaries. Uh, I'm going to be referring, and and I'll, I'll point out some of the differences as we as we go through these next few verses. But first of all, over here, I'll call Garnos Dogon. I am many of the commentaries look at this as. Um, the esnan is the garnostagon. Is the grain that one receives, the the present that the the payment that one gives to the harlot is the garnostagon. I'm looking at that different. Is I'll call garnostagon is the language used here. You have loved the esnan instead of the garnostagon. In other words, the garnostagon, the the granary is full of grain. Is the good thing that you could have enjoyed, but instead you're just enjoying payoffs from those corrupt nations. Goren lo Year aim. I'm going to continue reading it the way I've been reading it. They, the people of Ephraim, will not enjoy the goren and yekev, the granaries and the wine and the grapes that they grow themselves. They will not get get. Um, uh, aid and help from their own products vitiroshi and the and the new wine that they get will 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 betray her will 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 abandon the people because they're getting this from corrupt sources rather than getting this wine from their own labor. Lo Yeshvu These people, people that are corrupt like this, they will not get to live in the land of God. You only live in the land of God if you honestly work the land of God, if you honestly live there and you use it for kindness and you use it for truth and so on. Instead, if this is the way you're going to act and you're going to turn to other lands for for, for their benefits, then why do you even need to be there in the first place? So, vishov, Ephraim LeMitzrayim, I'm going to return you back to Egypt, the Northern Kingdom, God says. I'm going to return you back. Why did I take you out of Egypt in order to be here and then go and be subservient to everyone else? What's the whole point? And in Assyria you're going to end up and you're going to end up eating food that's, that's, that's improper, that's unkosher. Because what's the whole point? If you're not growing your grain and you're not working the land and you're not living honestly in Israel, you might as well just go back. And you will never get the chance to pour wine for God because the celebration is done appropriately. One pours wine for God. One, we know, of course, in, in Jewish rituals, wine and, and the holiness of wine for Kiddush on Shabbos, and we know in the Beit HaMikdash in the temple, wine would be poured on happy occasions. But no, you will not get that chance. And their... their, their um, Zuvchaim, their, their sacrifices will not be sweet before God. As we mentioned several times, O'Shea said, the sacrifices they bring are brought as appeasement, but not brought as celebration in, for God's um, holidays. If they were brought in celebration, they would be sweet before God. There would be times where families can get together and bring a sacrifice to God and sit down together and eat and enjoy the bounty and, 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 and invite over uh, friends and invite... Um, Poor people that need to eat and so on. However, Kilechem onim lahem, this this um their food is just simply um, food to satiate their hunger. Kol tamo, kilach they are taking their bed for themselves. Lo Adonai, this will not come in front of God. What are you going to do, the prophet says, when the day of the holidays come, when comes time to celebrate Passover and to celebrate Shavuot and to celebrate Sukkot. All of the holidays you're supposed to celebrate before God. What are you going to do? And for the day that is the holiday before God, what are you going to do? Most of the commentaries look at this as the Omo 8 as the day of destruction. I think this is actually referring to um, what I just described that that the loss of the celebration of the holidays because of their corruption. Kihine Halhummi showed because you have just left destruction. you have just gone from destruction. That's where you were before. You were in Egypt and I took you out of destruction and I brought you to this land. But now Mitzrayim to Kabtayim once again Egypt is going to gather you because you're going to be thrown out of your land. Moft to Kabreim the city of Mof, which is generally translated understood to be the city of Memphis, the city in Egypt. That's where you're going to end up buried. Machmad lekasbam your desire for their silver, your desire for their money. This could be lekasbam they meaning the people of the Northern Kingdom. Their desire for their money ate them up. kimoshi rashem. They will be uh, inherited by just uh, by weeds and and wild growths, um, or it could mean that your desire for the other people's money, your desire for their money, de- that's why you tried to sign allegiances with Egypt and Assyria because that's how you tried to to ally yourselves and get their money. <laughs> but kimoshi rashem cholach bi'aleim in your tents instead of you living there and living in in your one in your nice home they're just gonna be overgrown by weeds and thorns but the day of remembrance has come but the time has come for to repay the, the sins that you have on, so t- terribly done Ye Israel the people of Israel know very well avil Hanavi the um the um, the the uh, uh, distress of the prophet because as we've mentioned several times I just um, uh, if we look back in chapter 4 verse 5 let me just pull that up here chapter 4 verse 5 we saw how um now, uh, that you are tripping up and ruining the prophets. The prophets won't. They they, they can't even say prophecy. They can't to teach you because you are mess. You are just um, you're harassing them so much. You are making a man of spirit, the good man. You're making him crazy. Um, you're making him. Uh, uh, Driving him nuts, literally, Meshuga, you're driving him nuts. because of all of your sins. The few good people that are trying to teach you the right way, you're set, you're, you're, you're making them crazy. They can't do anything. They can't accomplish anything. There is so much mastema, and the best translation I saw was the Jewish Publication Society translation of harassment. Mastema meaning harassment. There is so much harassment of those that are trying to teach you good. Tzophe Ephraim, the Tsofe of Ephraim, the one who is the Tsofe, and and I'm going to part ways a little bit with most of the commentaries on this passage too. The Tsofe of Ephraim is in Elohai, is with my God, says Hosea. The teachers, the ones that are trying to teach the prophets, they are with God. However, but nonetheless, you are setting up traps. You're setting up uh, snares uh, like we studied the word several chapters ago. Pach the, is a type of trap which is uh, it's not a net; it's like a snare or a hook. which is hooking all the all the prophets. They are with God and they're trying, but you are setting traps for them and not letting them. the harassment in the house of his God. So much harassment, the Navi is in the house of God trying to teach, and you don't let him. You have in 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 a deep way you have become corrupt. kimeha Giva, like in the days of Giva. Um, the days of Giva is generally un- it's hard to say exactly what this is referring to, but most likely most of the commentaries understand that this is referring to Givah, the unfortunate, terrible event of of the concubine that was raped by the people of the tribe of, of Benjamin. Um, it's that that it's just like a um, a memory of a time of just an evil, bad occurrence that you can compare to there that you've stooped so down to the level. As far down as was done then during that episode, He, God, will remember their sins. He will, he will punish them for their sins. Now, if you recall, in Yeshayahu, in Isaiah five, with the Shirat Hakherem, where where Isaiah compared um, uh, God compared the Jewish people to um, to uh, a, a vineyard, karamoyelidi, that you are a beautiful vineyard, beautiful grapes. Was, Hosea is about to use a similar, a very similar, um, um, uh, a metaphor here. When I found Israel originally, they were like grapes in the desert. So imagine walking in the desert and then finding a beautiful grapevine with nice, juicy, fresh grapes rabit she saw like the ripening figs when they first start to come out and ripen. Ra'isi avosechem. That's how I saw your forefathers. You were beautiful. You were wonderful back then with so much potential. But however, hima you came to the bal which is uh, reminiscent of what happened in 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 the in the desert as a were wandering one of the first major corruptions when they worshiped the idols of Baal-Peor and you turned away towards embarrassing shameful things and you and you became this um hated or detested or disgusted in the same way that you were once loved nothing as bad as a lover scorned again this is reminiscent of that isaiah 5 that beautiful love but then when there's beautiful love in the beginning and the one of the partners turns away the the hatred it's just so it can be so 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 much deeper. Ephraim ka'ofis the honor with which Afraim had in the beginning that I loved them so much ka'ofis ofeif flew away like a bird. Mileda from birth, from the womb, and from their pregnancy. Again, this is uh, uh, reminiscent of what we had in Isaiah 44, where God compares. I'm just going to read it for you real quick. Um, God was the one who created us from the womb. Um, And so on. However, now what do we see? receive even though you the, that honor that you had rayon, is flown away like a bird it's gone me even as you raise your children or they they the people of Ephraim the people of the northern kingdom raise their children Adam I will still make it in such a way that that they don't have people, their population will not grow, they will wither away we've had this several times in Hosea so far where he said the population will not prosper, they will not grow <speaking in Hebrew> because when I turn away from them, this suri is spelt with a sin but it can also, the same word as with a samach, with suri when I turn away from them, God says, there will be woe unto them, the people will suffer things will get worse, Ephraim <speaking in Hebrew> Esi Litzor, Shesula, Banova, Ephraim, just like I saw when I built Tyre. Tyre was a always, is often brought up as an example of a beautiful built up city that was built up in a beautiful Novan, and a beautiful um, uh, meadow, a beautiful field. That's how Ephraim was. That's how the northern kingdom, that's how Israel was once upon a time in the beginning. However, the Ephraim, but now, Lahotsi, El Horeg, they have lived in such a way that they're bringing. Their children, their future, their descendants are being brought to the murderer. They're being brought to those that are going to eventually come, conquer, and take them over. It's so the sadness of once it's so beautiful, but unfortunately the future looks so bleak because of the way they have been acting. Tain lahem Adonai. This is a a he starts with a prayer. Give to them, God. Mati tain. But what should you give to them? In other words, he he starts to pray. The prophet does starts to pray for people, for the people. But then he thinks, well, well, why should I pray? You know, he's praying for a future, praying for children, because that's been the theme of these last few verses. But then he thinks, well why should we have these why should I pray that they have children, that they raise families if they're gonna end up being destroyed? So he says, and this is such a tragic thing to say, Tainlam Rechem Mashkil, give them a womb which is going to miscarry Shadayams from Kim and dried up breasts that can't nurse. So why should they give birth to healthy babies and nurse healthy babies if they're gonna end up being destroyed anyway? All of their, uh, of their, evil ways, just like in Gilgal, which is the area where the people in, in early in the days of Joshua, when they first came in to the land, it all started back then. Halam over there, I have already heart hated them because of their terrible deeds me agar shame I will God says tragically I will get get rid of them from my house I safe I will no longer love them um, because all of their leaders have turned away from me who call Ephraim ephraim has been struck yavesh. their roots have dried up pre um, they will no longer uh, bear children meaning they will no longer raise a future gamki and even when they do give birth owl the owl, their children will not uh, grow and prosper they will end im same elohai the prophet says, "My God has has turned them away. He has been disgusted with them. Why? Kilo shamulof, for they have not listened to them. you and they shall go wandering among the nations. As tragic as this ends, as tragic as this sounds, that they will wander among the nations. We do, of course, know that there, that the as we go through the words of Hosea and listen to this criticism." We will also find words of comfort. I just want to reassure you that there will be words of comfort for the ultimate future. Thank you so much for studying Hosea 9. Looking forward to studying Chapter 10 with you as well.